welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line, everybody. Today we're very excited to have on a Dr. Bradley Thomas. Dr. Thomas, as always, we like to have the guest host just kind of introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about uh, your practice, where you are, what you're doing for CWIS right now. So uh, I grew up uh, moving up and down the East Coast. My dad worked for Scott Paper, uh, and that moved us to Hong Kong when I was in high school. Went to medical school and undergrad at Wake Forest, uh, right up the road in Winston-Salem, and uh, then went on to Chattanooga, Tennessee, Dr. Philip Burns surgery program for uh, general surgery and surgical critical care. Uh, did six years there. Uh, it was an integrated critical care program. Um, and did uh, several rib plating cases there with Dr. Bob Maxwell, mostly uh, earlier versions of synthes and the U-plating system. Um, and uh, following training, I moved to Guam. Uh, I was there for three years, uh, gone for about nine months, uh, but uh, was paying back my HPSP scholarship. Uh, on active duty with the Navy. Um, and so that was 2011 through 2014. And then I took a job here at Charlotte uh, at CMC uh, in 2014. Um, shortly after getting here, we started our rib plating program in 2015. Uh, we're a busy trauma center here, usually about the sixth busiest in the country. So a lot of substrate and uh, a fair amount of chest wall uh, injury volume. In the last eight years I've been here, um, I've had several different projects and hats, but we've grown our, our rib plating program. Uh, we now have eight surgeons that uh, do rib plating here. That gives us a 365 day coverage. Uh, and you usually have actually a primary and secondary person on now for rib plating. And I currently lead the rib plating program and our EGS program uh, within the trauma EGS critical care world. Now for CWIS, I'm uh, chairing the development committee. Um, that's been a new role for me this last year uh, following the summit. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. We've been hard at work since, uh, since getting started here uh, after the last summit. Now, I have a question, Dr. Thomas. When you were in Chattanooga, would you say you were a moderate or a maniacal fan of the Chattanooga Lookouts because I happen to be a fan of the Chattanooga Lookouts and I just want to know if we're on the same page here. That, that's very interesting fact there, Sarah. How did you become Thank a you. fan of the Chattanooga Thank Lookouts? You. Well, you know, baseball in all forms and even AAA ball. And I, when I was doing some small business consulting, one of my key clients was in Chattanooga. And so I flew back and forth and then you know, in the evenings I would get bored and I found out they had a great team. So uh, I I have been to more than a couple Chattanooga Lookout. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, that's more yeah. than me. Um, no, it's bold. I, uh, it's a fun little uh, venue uh, within Chattanooga. There's lots of fun things to do in Chattanooga. But uh, uh, one of the best things they did was uh, they'd have like uh, the bring your pet to the field day. Uh, so we'd <laughs> yes. walk there in a lookout shirt and uh, <laughs> that, that was always a lot of fun. So that's fantastic. Yes. So, Dr. Thomas, we're uh, we're interested in talking a little bit about some of your projects with your committee and um, you know how you're moving forward with that committee. What what are you working on currently? Sort of one of the main missions of the development committee is helping to. Uh, develop funds that allow us to support uh, our learners. And uh, the main event that we're looking to get started here is gonna start November 1st, and we're uh, gonna call it the Funding the Future in Fractures Challenge. Uh, so 
uh, it's a it's really a funding uh, a fundraising drive uh, to uh, build some funds up for our learners uh, to get folks to the summit that otherwise couldn't make it uh, to help support some of the research that's being done uh, and help to really encourage folks to uh, submit top-notch work to the summit um, and you know whatever the future brings as we continue to build this and grow it as the society continues to grow uh, is kind of where we're at with the committee um, so uh, specific for this uh, fracture challenge, funding the future of fractures challenge. Uh, it, we're going to have some categories uh, and try to make it a little competitive like we like to do in CWIS. Um, so we're going to have top centers uh, and top systems, uh, both numbers of donors and top dollar amounts, as well as some events that are going to be announced during the month and kind of one-offs and uh, try to really encourage things so not to have any spoiler alerts but that's kind of what we're thinking about that sounds fantastic how are we going to roll this out how do people get involved we're really looking to lean on the society for the uh during the month of the challenge and uh we're going to have a dedicated web page uh and we're going to have a you know, very large uh, donate uh, button so you can uh, not miss it and uh, get uh, uh, folks to, you know, really roll out some support uh, to really make, uh, help make this summit great. Me, particularly, are very excited about the summit since we're going to be hosting it here in Charlotte and uh, be the first time it'll be on the East Coast and uh, we're, we're looking to make this really a spectacular event. I will say, um, Dr. Crisco, we, you'll see it um, announced with specific standalone emails. It'll come out in the newsletter. Of course, we'll be publicizing it on Twitter, in Slack. Um, so lots of opportunities for people to keep an eye out and be able to donate. We do get requests each year. Um, if you have noticed um, on our website for the summit each year, there's a there's a note that says, you know, if you need some support to help get you to the summit, I can't remember the exact verbiage, but something to that effect. Um, and so we do always receive some requests from people that that need a little extra funding to, to get them there if their program either can't fully fund and they have to pay for it out of pocket um, or if there there are a couple other categories that you can you can support. Um, and so there are different ways that we we can use these funds that we would really um, appreciate some support. I think we all remember back to the time of being a student and when we could use a little a little extra help up. And uh, I think that's. It's a great opportunity for us to be able to support those in our society that are, you know, still in the the beginning phases of their careers, and hopefully, you know, those that are maybe a little bit further along and and have the opportunity to to be a little generous can do such. So I'm thinking that with the leftover funds, we can definitely still do the helicopter with Tom and you, you know, like roping into. Queen City and stuff is that going to be uh, doable this year? Because I, I think that's I actually it. a line item on the budget. So we don't, yeah. you know, that doesn't have to be fundraised because I feel like that's something that just needs to happen. I I want one of those drop-ins, you know, like they do at the football games where someone comes in in one of those. What do they call? Is it a bat suit? I'm not sure how that works. And you like zoom in, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Sarah and Tom can be a flock yes. squirrel uh, coming. Ha- yes. That would be so cool if we raced down and like landed on top of the Marriott or something. I like this idea. This is good. We've got good ideas, you guys. CWIS is going to be so rich in 20 years that you're going to have that kind of cash. I mean, you're going to have your own jet. Especially if Dr. Thomas is is working. Just just to be clear, the funds we're raising here will not be used for anything silly like this. Oh, okay. No. Awesome. Well, uh, any other questions for Dr. Thomas, folks? 
Well, I want to know, um, you know, what he thinks about being a collaborative center. Dr. Thomas is, is a, you know, leading collaborative center. And uh, I'd love to hear his thoughts about it. And maybe he can encourage or challenge some other collaborative centers in the uh, fundraising campaign. Yeah, no, I think that uh, the, uh, that's one of the thoughts as far as one of our one-offs is maybe having a collaborative center type challenge. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, we are excited to be a collaborative center. In fact, I think I have my uh, our diploma of being a collaborative center sitting right over here, uh, ready to be hung on our hallway wall. Uh, in the office here, but uh, the uh, most exciting thing is that it'll, it's a space to have like-minded folks uh, really kind of explore um, uh, new ideas, directions for research, uh, furthering the science, uh, and we're now that we're kind of getting started with this and building it, uh, there's only good things that are going to further come out of that. I think that's super exciting. We're looking at looking at the spaces available for the collaborative center gathering for this next year when we're in Charlotte. And I'm just so delighted by how much the program has grown even in this past year in terms of you know the size of the space that we needed for last year and versus the sizes of the space we need this year to to honor the collaborative centers. And that is that's pretty exciting to me. I can't wait to see in five years how much more space we need to to honor that and hopefully you know, that will just continue to build and we'll have even more enthusiasm for the program. So we're, we're super excited. If anyone does have questions about the collaborative centers, certainly feel free to head to the, the CWIS website um, under membership. You can see more or you can reach out to myself or Dr. Everett Erickson at any time. We um, would be happy to chat more about that. Uh, Sarah Ann, why don't you give us some updates for the week here? Fantastic. The main update, um, of, other than our awesome uh, fundraising campaign for the month of November, is really just the November Forum. Wednesday, November 16th. Um, if you have not registered, please keep an eye out for the emails. You can find it on the website. Um, also the bulletin. It is going to be fantastic. So it's 12 solid hours, but you can join for as much or as little as your time schedule affords. So we really wanted it to, to have... Um, the the duration so that then no matter what time zone you're in there's some portion of it that's convenient for everyone so we'll do um, a live fracture line recording we're going to have two separate case reviews we will be doing um, two different ribbonars we have I'm trying to think of all the different things we've got uh, some really cool panel sessions that I am super super excited about so um, please be just put that on your calendar and uh, carve out as much time as you can. It's one long Zoom. So once you register, then you'll have the, the link and you can come in and out as, as many times as your schedule affords. So it's free. Um, so please um, encourage your team members to join. That is Wednesday, November 16th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Of course, all of those times are um, predicated on mountain standard time by that we'll be on standard time by then so um, you'll have to do the the mental gymnastics for your own time zones to figure out when that is but uh, super excited so please make time for that you are we going to do see with squares again like last time we're going to do some we some have some time that. held for see with squares as a matter of fact nice is bovic playing mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure that he was as competitive as, as was necessary. <laughs> I, I love that. Love. 
I think it's a must that he plays again. <laughs> I, I loved it. And he's like, why well, get a straight line when I could make a box? <laughs> because that's how tic-tac-toe works. <laughs> oh, please get him. Let's get him on the panel and we'll coach him this time. Beautiful. You know what? I forgot one of the announcements, Dr. Crisco, um, is that everything is due November 30th, by the way. Um, so scientific abstracts, um, Bill Long award submissions, um, the fellowship or uh, the fellowship awards, all of that stuff, anything that you want to apply for related to the summit, it is all due on November 30th. So put that calendar or put that date on your calendar. It is a very important date. And watch the, the newsletter. Um, you've probably been seeing lots of emails come out. You will see many more, but get get your applications in. Well, let's uh, let's do some final stitches. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, someone on this call has a, a birthday tomorrow. It's a monumental one or a seminal one, so I think she should be recognized as uh, for, for getting this far in life and doing it with such style. I'm not naming any names here. I'm just saying. No. No. So I I'd like if I had a if I had a tumbler of whiskey here, I would toast uh, and I'd say a happy birthday to our dear friend and colleague, Ms. Whitbeck. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank you very much. You're here. Thank happy you. birthday. I appreciate that. Turning yeah, 50 is, uh... is one of those important Shut up. <laughs> You're such a turd. Don't worry. I'll keep that in. I, I think I think she's pretty successful for a 50-year-old at this point in time. <laughs> You guys are such dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? People are going to look at me and be like, yeah, you know what? She looks pretty good for rough. 50. Yeah, she yeah. looks pretty good for 50. <laughs> My brother did send me a nice meme with all these cats on it. He's like, heard you're still single at 40, just for oh, you. So that's sweet. I do, do not you, have a cat. You do not have cat? Yeah, I yeah. do not have a cat. I do not, not have a cat any cats. <laughs> I have no pets. Well, I'll go next. I would like to introduce uh, Carl, Dr. Carl Hansen to the listeners. Carl's going to be kind of in the background a little bit. He's one of uh, my residents here. He's doing an outstanding job, and he's going to be with us on Fracture Line behind the scenes helping us with some editing and whatnot. So uh, welcome, Carl, and thanks for the help and the interest in what you're dedicating to CWIS. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I, I, I understand this is kind of whatever is on your mind. I've been reading a, a new book, The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. I don't know if anybody's read it, but it's uh, all about how important it is to have some discomfort in our modern lives. And I'm taking my wife and six and eight year old camping this weekend. So I think we're going to be experiencing a little <laughs> discomfort and looking, looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be sure you go barefoot. And, go barefoot and sleep in some burlap sacks. And that kind of <laughs> <laughs> no bugs. Yeah. that is fantastic. That's awesome. You know what? My my final stitch is pretty pretty simple right now. We're in the process of switching over all of our our digital platform. So I I think um, if you pay attention to the newsletter, you've probably seen this. But our whole database is in the process of changing, which also um, uh, predicates a change for our whole website. So um, you will soon see everything is supposed to cut over on December 1st, which will be a magical change, but um, everything will switch over to a new data system for you to register for activities. Um, the way we archive activities is changing. The whole website will change. So keep an eye out. I'm hoping December 1st really is the magic day, but if you click on 
you know, SeaWithSociety.org and it does not, it doesn't actually change on December 1st, try again on December 2nd. But, um, so it's, it's been an interesting opportunity to really pour over all of our data and, you know, change everything or, or, you know, work through the, the transitions with, um, with the database company and then do a lot of digging into the, um, backside analysis of what people are really looking at on our website so that we can prioritize the right pages on the new site and select new photos and you know just just all the all the rebranding etc so it's been an interesting process and you know having your feedback so once you see it um please give lots of feedback let me know what you think if if we need to switch out different menus or put things in different places for this first you know three to six months it'll be kind of a transition phase of of change so let me know what you think. And then hopefully at that same time, registration for the summit will go live on um, December 1st. So we can we can all kind of test it out together. So I'm excited. Hopefully everyone else is too. All right, guys. Well, hey, Dr. Thomas, thanks for joining us on Fractional Line. We appreciate your time, sir. Yeah, Brad. Great to thanks see you. Thanks for having me. So fun to see you. Carl. Enjoy the camping. <laughs> <laughs>